come to the front real quick. We got the Oreo game. Come up, come up. This is a game where you put a cookie on your head and you gotta eat it. So if you wanna play, come to the front. As many people as we want. Everyone just grab a cookie real quick. Grab a cookie, grab a cookie. Don't eat it yet. <laughs> Don't eat it. Don't eat it yet. It's if you wanna play a game, come to the front real quick. Yeah, come to the front, come to the front. <laughs> What's up? It's one where you put it on your forehead. And then, yeah, yeah. When you get the cookie, please do not eat it. <laughs> Why you guys get the cookie, I'm gonna explain the game, because we only got two minutes. So, the way it's gonna work, you guys have your cookie, right? You're gonna put the cookie on your forehead without using your hands, you gotta shimmy it down to your mouth and eat it. Whoever uh, eats it wins, I guess. And oh yeah, we got gift cards to give away. So, it's life or death, y'all. Yeah, this is serious now. By the way, nice crew neck, shop foreign. Does anyone <laughs> else wanna play? Last call. Last call. All right, we're about to get started. Everybody, cookies on your foreheads. Cook cookies on your foreheads. Cook what was that? Yeah, first one to get yeah, it first wins. First one to get it. Alright. When you get it, raise your hand and yell. Alright? <laughs> Alright, No hands. Three, two, two one, one, go! If it falls, just put it back on your forehead and go again. Come on, you got it, you got you it. Keep Let's it out go. on the right side over there. I watch the left side. You got it? Bro! Bro! Hard, bro. Oh, and then here's some fruit roll-ups for the people who didn't win. There you go. Enjoy. You get a fruit roll-up. You get a fruit roll-up. <laughs> All right, and then for our winner right here, we got... Nice job, bro. Where is it? It's one of these. There we go. Gift card for you. Woo! <laughs> we might have a couple more fruit roll-ups. Let's see. Actually, maybe I'll keep one. Also, for the other people who didn't win... Uh, actually, I'll just throw these in the crowd. Who wants a fruit roll up in the crowd? Put your hand up. Whoosh. Whoosh. One more, one more. Whoosh. We got two more, two more. We got up close right here. All right, I need deep, deep. There it goes. <laughs> Did anyone lose a pair of glasses? Oh, my guy. <laughs> I don't think you're excited. Someone lose glasses? Did someone lose Can, a pair of glasses? Did someone not see right now? Who can't see? Is anyone not able to see right now? We have your glasses at the front. If you cannot see... It's a sign your glasses you have your zone, are on the front. <laughs> and can we please give that two-minute countdown, por favor? Oh, perfect. Thank you. If you guys need to use the restroom, if you guys need to do anything really quick, go do it. We got two minutes. Go potty. Go get out of your system. Text the people that you need to text. Put your phone on. Do not disturb. Call your mom. We got Call you dos, over. Dos minutos.
nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Let's go! What's up, Bridget? Oh How we doing today? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We missed y'all. Y'all look good. Man, dang! Look at this. Look, look around good. real quick. We got like a full house tonight, guys. Look around. Look we around. Do. Man, this is awesome. All right, what's up, everyone? My name's Isaiah. And my name's Liv. And we are the service host for tonight. <laughs> Fan club. <laughs> and if you guys don't already know somebody, stand up, stand up, meet somebody new. We got guys' family time question real quick. So everyone stand to your feet real quick. Everyone stand to your feet, get ready. And Zay, hit them with it. Our family time question for today. Would you rather lose your taste or would you rather be colorblind? Ask the people around you, go, 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 go. If you're already colorblind, you have a loophole to this question. Everybody, go ahead, take your seats, take your take seats. Take your seats, take your seats. On the count of three, shout out. Would you rather be colorblind or lose your taste? Ready? One, two, three. Colorblinds. Shout out people who are actually colorblind. <laughs> Dang, that's tough. <laughs> All right, everybody. So now we got another game for you guys. Real quick, raise your hand if you bought a, brought a friend today. Did anyone guys bring a friend? Wow, we got a lot All right, of friends. All right, sick. So we got a game. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up, all right? Oh, man, we got Oreos up here. We should probably get rid of those in a bit. Who brought let's a see, friend? Let's see. Hey. All righty. Someone I don't know yet, maybe. Let's see. Right here? You want to go? You want to play? Are you guys friends right here? All right, cool. We're going to have you guys play a game real quick, all right? Olivia, you got yours too? I do. I'm ready. Right. I'll get started real quick. You go next, all right? Let's go. <laughs> we, already got our, we already got our people. Sorry, sorry. All right, so this is how the game's gonna work. So, 
Who do you think knows each other better? Do you think you know him better? Or do you think you know him better? Who do you think? Him? All right, so we're going to have you take this whiteboard and don't show him your whiteboard, all right? I'm going to ask you a question about him. You're going to write down what you think his answer is, and then you're going to have it written down. I'm going to ask him what it is, and then you're going to show your answer. If it's the same answer, then you guys get gift cards. If it's not, we go to the next pair, all right? You got it? All right, so don't show him your whiteboard. How many feet tall is your friend? <laughs> How tall is he? Including inches. How tall is he? You think you got it? Are you confident? All right, cool. How tall are you? Like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, five, no, he wrote 5'8". He wrote 5'8". No. Oh <laughs> he tried to help a homie out, though. All right, All right are we who, ready? Go do we ahead, get Olivia. it? Yeah, do you want to write? Yeah. No, 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 I'll ask a question. You're good. Okay, so what is her birthday? You seem pretty confident with this. I think you're good. Are you confident? <laughs> okay, what's your answer? My answer? May 16th? Oh, they didn't get it. I'm gonna do that. All right, what's your name, sir? Huh? Roman. We got Roman and Brody. Brody. All right. So who's gonna who's gonna write down the answer? Who, you wanna write it? All right, take that pen, that whiteboard. All right. All right, you stand right here. No cheating. Don't show him the whiteboard. Don't show him the whiteboard. What's his favorite food? Ten, nine, eight, seven. All right, he got it. Don't show. Oh no! Right. All right, we're gonna do favorite movie. Favorite movie now. <laughs> don't don't show him the answer. <laughs> All right. He, he's got his movie. Don't show him. What's your favorite movie? It's Top Gun. Top Gun. Ah, oh, he wrote Spider-Man. No. <laughs> All right, up to you, Olivia. I'm ready. All right, y'all ready, boys? You ready? Okay, what's his favorite sports team? He's confident. He said, I got it, bro. Okay, curveball, throw it at me. You got it. He's confident. I feel pretty confident. Okay, you wrote down his favorite sports team? Okay, what's your favorite sports team? Uh, I don't know. The Yankees. I was born Moto. <laughs> Star Racing. Ah! Do whatever. Did they get it? 
They didn't, Zay. Tough. All right. I think one more group for me and one more group for Liv, and we'll have to get to the next game. All right, so we got our boys right here. Introduce yourselves. What? Oh, bro. Cade. All righty, y'all. We're going to make it easier since no one's gotten it yet. Hide, hide the whiteboard from him. What's his favorite color? Please get this right. <laughs> What's his favorite color? Please. Hey, don't, no talking, no talking. What's his favorite color? Don't look, don't look. Don't look. Keep it up, keep it up. Oh, no, you're not supposed to show me. Okay. All right. Erase it real quick. We're going to do a different question. When's his birthday? What month? What month is his birthday? What month? Just the month. Don't show him. All right. February. He wrote February. We got a winner finally. <laughs> there you go. There's one prize for you, one prize for you. Best friends right there. Let's see. Thank you. All right, Liv, you got one more group? All right, y'all ready? Okay, what's her favorite, or what's her favorite color? Oh, she's confident. She didn't even hesitate, bro. Okay, what's your favorite color? Teal. Oh, they got it! Yeah. Here's y'all's gift cards. Y'all are best friends, bro. Shout out to all the best friends. All righty, into our last game. This game's all-inclusive. So everybody stand to your feet. We got another game. You guys know it. You guys love it. We call it Gorilla Man Gun. In the back, A Tech Team. Do we have that soundtrack? Do we have the soundtrack for uh, Gorilla Gun Man? We got the soundtrack? We do not. Oh, we're going acapella. We're good. We're good. Oh, How about find geez. partner? Find All a right. partner. <laughs> All righty. So the way this works is basically a cooler rock, paper, scissors. So we got Gorilla. That's going to be Gorilla, all right? And then we got Man. Man's just a wave. And we got Gun. I think we all know Gun, all right? So the way it works, it's like rock, paper, scissors. Yes, it is. Gorilla beats the Man. Beats the Man. The Man, the man beats, the, beats gun. the Gun. The Gun beats the Gorilla. gorilla. If, if you tie, tie you, you die. die. All righty. Should we say it one more time? Should we wrap yeah. it this time? Gorilla yeah, yeah, yeah. beats the Man. The Man, the man beats, beats the Gun. gun. The, the gun, gun beats, beats the gorilla. gorilla. If, you, if tie, you tie, you die. die. All right, I think that's enough. I think it's time to get started. And then leaders, please keep a watch on the games. No cheating. No, no cheating, y'all. We're in the house of the Lord, bro. Already. Everybody find one partner to play against. One partner go back to back. Back to back. Back to back with your partner. B to B. Should we play? Back to All right, back. All So... If you guys need an example, look at us up here. We're gonna oh, go. Oh yeah, 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 We're gonna do a quick example. While you guys are with your partner, real quick, this is basically how it's gonna go. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats the gorilla. If you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats the gorilla. If you tie, you die. Three, two, one, and we tie. So we both so die. We both die. <laughs> and we're out, and you sit down. All right. Tie. Simple as that. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready. If you know the song, sing it with us. Three, two, one, go. Gorilla, gorilla beats, beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Three, two, one. Like I said, gorilla beats the man, man beats the gun, gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. So don't tie. And if you're out, please take a seat. 
And while all the people are still standing, find another partner, find, find another, another partner. partner to play against real quick. If you're still in, find another partner. If you need a partner, raise your hand. Who needs a partner? All right, we got one in the back. Over there, we got another person raising their hand there. We got someone right here. Okay, they found their match. You still need a partner right here? You still need a partner. Raise your hand real quick. We need a partner up here. Come up here, come up here. Anybody else? You're going to match with the orange shirt right here, all right? Oh, wait, you got one? All right, let's see. You get a free Does round then. You're, you're into the next round. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> all righty. You guys ready? If you know it, sing it. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Three, two, one. All right, if you're out, sit down. Take a seat. Gorilla beats the man, man beats the gun, gun beats the gorilla. But then what happens if you tie? You tie, you die. All righty, raise your hand if you're still in real you're quick, raise in, your hand. Come up, come to Let's get all the people to the front real quick. If you're still in, come to the front. Come to the front, come find to the front. Find a partner, find a partner. If you're still in, please come to the front. Oh, we still got a good what amount of dang. people. Dang. Right, Does anybody think, not have a partner? I think one more round and we'll get into the finals of this. All right, raise your hand if you need a partner. Does anyone need a partner up front? All right, you two? You too? You need a partner still? Anyone else still need a partner? Or are we good? You need a partner? All right, come right over here. We got one right here. All righty, everyone got a partner now? Are we all good? I think we're all good. All righty, you guys ready? Back to back. Three, two, one. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats the gorilla, if you tie, you die. Three, two, one. Some hearts are being broken tonight. All righty, if you're out, take your seat. Take your seat. If you're still in, stay at the front right here, raise your hand for me real quick. We got one. Are you still in? You tied, you're oh, out. You died, Sorry. bro. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. One chair, or should we do two? You think two chairs, maybe? All right, let's take out two chairs. All right, we're into our final game right here. Oh, actually, no, second to final game. Second possibly. to final yeah. game, yeah. All right, so we call this game Go, Go Find, find me. me. So, basically the way this works is I'm going to tell you something that I want, all right? You guys have to go into the crowd. In the crowd, you guys are going to have to give these people what I'm looking for. And then your goal is to go find that item, bring it back, and take a seat. If your butt is not in a chair and you're they're out. all filled up, you're outy, all right? I've got to be quick. All right, so I'll, I'll say an example. Say someone had a purse, right? Or say the, I, the item was a purse. I say, go find me a purse. You guys would run into the crowd. You guys find some purses. Bring them back and take a seat. Easy as that, all right? So everyone, get in a line for me real quick. Line up, line up. Line up. And actually, everyone face me so you guys don't get any, uh, any head starts, all right? All right, let's make our first item. On the count of three, you guys are going to go get me a driver's license. Three, two, one, go. A driver's license, driver's license. We need a driver's license. Who's the got a car? Panic in these Who's spaces. driving illegally? 
are filling up, guys. Seats are filling up. We got one we more seat. We got one more seat. Go. Oh, he's going. Oh. <laughs> thank you Good guys job, for playing. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, return your driver's All right, license. Return, return the IDs real license. quick and come right back Please, if those you're are still in. <laughs> All righty. All right, come back up. Come back up. Get in the line. Face Alrighty. this way. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Alrighty, cool. We got two more rounds, I believe. You're still in, right? You're still in. He's still in. Come on, come on. Yeah, you're still in. All right, Alrighty. on the count of three, I'm gonna have you guys find me a Stanley. One, two, three. A Stanley Cup. If they don't know what a Stanley Cup is, just give it to them. Guys, it's all front row. It looks like it's that. It looks row. like that. Go, go, go. <laughs> this whole front row was unlocked. If y'all don't have one. <laughs> We got two more Make seats. Your way over. We got two seats. We got some over here. It's we got Stanley. I see one right there. I see two right there. We got one seat left. I, here she comes. Here she comes. Oh. And she got it. There we go. There we go. All righty. Go ahead and return those cups. If that was one of your cups, raise your hand. That, if that was one of your cups. All right, cool. All righty. All right, we got our final round. We got five this people, hard, four seats. Final round, all right? On the count of three, don't leave till I count, all right? I need you to find me a size 10 shoe. Size 10 shoe, just one. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right, on, right, on three, on three. Right. <laughs> one, two, three, go. One size 10 shoe. Hopefully he doesn't smell. One, two. Two seats two left, seats, two, two seats. seats. What's it? Oh! Oh, oh we're check checking. these shoe we're sizes. Checking. Let's check these shoe Dude, sizes. That's a cowboy boot. That's sick. Whose boot is that? Oh, these are stanky. Where's the shoe size on this? Let me see. Is that a nine? We got a nine. Keep going. Keep going. That's a ten this and a half. Keep going. Keep going. This is a keep nine. Going. That's a nine. Who lied? That's a nine. <laughs> size ten? Oh, I like this shoe. Dang. One seat left. Oh, oh. Size 10. <laughs> Woo. Size 10. We got Yay. your winners right here. Good job, guys. All righty. Let me All get right, that All right, return those shoes. Hopefully they don't smell. Them? All right, perfect, perfect. All right. Perfect. All right, and then you four come back and sit in a chair. All right, guys, for our next game we are going to be blowing up balloons well not we you guys and whoever's first pops wins yeah you're blowing this balloon all the way up till it pops that's the goal all right and zay what's at stake for this game oh i forgot to mention i i, I gotta know there's a prize for this game what is that we didn't tell you guys about. i don't know we got a hundred dollars to amazon right here for whoever wins this a hundred dollars is on the line Woo! All righty. So that's all you got to do. Blow the balloon up till it pops. First one to pop wins. You want to give Easy, us a countdown? Right? You want to give us a countdown, Liv? Yeah. Everybody together. Three, two, one. Go. It's got to pop. You it's got gotta it. pop. Yeah. I'm getting lightheaded for them. These two are really close. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's getting close. She's getting close. Keep going. Keep going. 
These two, bro. You're just behind. No, Keep no, going. No. Till it pops. <laughs> bro. Oh my gosh. I got one. What's up? Oh, a winner! Let's nice see. Job. And we had a second place right here. It was so close. I'm going to go ahead and give you that gift card right there. <laughs> Everyone else, thank you guys so much for playing. Great job, guys. It's good to be back. <laughs> Man, that was intense. That was so that was close. Intense. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All righty. I think we've had enough fun. I think it's time to get into our announcements. Guys, so too. go ahead and listen up. Liv's got our first announcement for us tonight. What is it, Liv? Our first announcement is social media. So if you guys don't already follow us on social media, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at BridgeYTH underscore. And then you guys can stay up to date on all the latest. Also, guys, if you guys have any ties or offerings and you guys want to give, there's no pressure. But if you guys do want to, we got the bucket in the back by the double doors. Or you guys can give online. Just select Bridge Youth when you guys are giving. And for all my ladies in the room, say hey. Hey. Hey, we have a super special event here at the bridge. It's called She Unites. It's going to be Saturday, January 28th, and it's a half-day event. We have Christine Kane coming to preach. personally, She is one of my all-time favorite preachers. She's going to kill it. I know she's been praying and preparing for the word that she's going to bring to us, so you guys aren't going to want to miss it. But speaking of buying tickets, we have a giveaway, Zay. We have another giveaway? We have We're a giveaway. We're giving away a bunch of stuff tonight. So what you got to give away? So any of my Bridge Youth ladies, does anybody have a journal? First one, hold it up. If you're a lady First and you have a journal, oh, put my it in girls. the air. Oh, we got some right here. Okay, what's your name? Grace. Grace, you just won two tickets, one for you, and then you can do the other one, your mom, your sister, your aunt, a friend. Uh, but it's going to be a great night, and we're excited to see you. Woo, woo, woo. Congrats, y'all. Next up, guys, this Sunday, we got our normal connect groups. As usual, we're back at it again. We miss you guys. We had one back already, and it was already fantastic. So we want to see you guys again this Sunday at 11.30. After worship, we, we meet in there, and then we come right in here after worship. It's a party. So, you don't want to miss. It's awesome. You guys get to have some great connections, great talks, and it's right after worship. So we go in for worship, and we come right in here. And next week, someone say next week. Next week. You guys aren't going to want to miss it because Pastor Elliot Bland is preaching and it's going to be such a good word. What? Elliot so don't Bland? Miss it. Don't miss it. Also, guys, I think I forgot to mention something. If you guys come to Connect Groups, each time you come to Connect Group, you get entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card as well. And it's not just one for everybody. One guy gets it and one girl. So you have basically kind of... Two chances two in a chances. way. There you go. So also, not just that, we got Bible Club starting next week, and we want to see you guys on your campus. So if you guys are on uh, campus at school, go ahead and DM Bridge Youth to see if we're at your campus for Bible Clubs. It's a great time. Y'all aren't going to want to miss it. But hey, who has missed hype worship? Yeah. I know I have. So hey, let's stand up, stand up, come to the front, and let's get high. Let's go.
gonna try that again. Let's get a little bit more height this time around, all right? Hey, I love worshiping with you guys. I miss hype worship so, so, so much and so pumped for it. I think Caleb, our tech guy, is going to get this. Caleb, thumbs up. Are you going to get this figured out? He said yes. Okay. But hey, really quick, I, I just want to share with you guys, like, why do, we, why do we worship the way that we worship? And we call it hype worship because we love to get hype, and, and that's just kind of who we are. We're kind of an all-in, all-out type of people, and so we call it hype worship, but really, here's the thing about hype. Somebody say, hype. hype. You cannot hype God, because here's the thing. To hype something is to make it sound better than it actually is. Right? You ever have someone who tells you, oh, you got to go eat at this place? And you're like, okay. And they're like, it's so good. It's amazing. It'll change your life. And then you go eat at that place and it's mediocre. Come on. You ever seen a movie and the people are talking up the movie like crazy? And then you go watch it and you're like, it's okay at best. Right? Now, here's the thing. When it comes to God, you cannot make God sound better than he is. Right? So the only thing that we can do is give God our all-out best. And I love that in the Bible. There's this guy named David. You guys remember the story of David and Goliath? Even if you didn't grow up in church, you know the story. That guy, David, loved the Lord with a passion that, like, there was times he danced and he sang. And he danced in a way that, that people around him said, bro, you look kind of foolish. And he says, no matter how foolish I might look, any amount of worship I give my God, it still falls short of what he deserves. So when we, when we dance, when we jump, when we clap, when we sing, all of that, all of that still falls short. So as we do hype worship, really, it's not hype enough because no amount of worship we can give God is the amount that he deserves, but we're going to worship him anyways. I don't know if we're ready. Are we? You're good? You're good? Hey, all over this place, before we worship, would you lift your hands right now? Close your eyes. You're in the presence of God. God, this New Year's, this first service that we're together, we're going to do what we should do on the very first gathering. We're going to worship you, and we're not going to worship you half-heartedly. We're going to worship you with all we got. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship. All right, Bridge Youth, let's do this again. God bless it.
you to take a moment. I want you to take one moment. Look around. We have hundreds of people in this room worshiping God together. That is a special moment. And I want you guys to know the weight of that moment. We are giving God the glory. We are praising Him. We have purpose here at Bridge Youth. We are not just a high party. We are worshiping the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, your creator. We can't out-hype Him. And I just think we might miss how special this community is. This community is so, so special because we're not just a gathering. We're not just a get together. This, not, this is not just a party. This is a moment to say, God, we are here for you. And in return, he meets us in the most unique and special ways. And so I wanna remind you in all the craziness, be crazy, it's okay. <laughs> but remember how special it is what we have. Not everybody has this. Don't take for granted what God has given you and what he has, who he's placed around you. Okay? All right. So I love that we just had a time of worship and we'll have more at the end of service. And we got a great message planned for you. But I want to ask one of our students, Lily, to come up to pray because we believe in you. And you guys... You guys are the ones that are gonna pray. You guys are the ones that need to lead. It is not just about us adult leaders, it's about you. And so I'm gonna have Lily pray before we get ready for the message tonight, okay? All right, Bridge Youth, let's, get, let's pray. All right, guys, let's pray. God, we just thank you that we can worship you in this place tonight, Lord. We thank you that you are moving, Jesus. I just thank you for this new year, God, just full of new opportunities, God. I pray that you use this in ways that we've never imagined before, God. I pray that you challenge us, Lord. I pray that we can just yearn for your holy presence, God, that we can just yearn for an intimate relationship with you, Lord. So we just thank you for tonight, God. Just speak through Corey, and we just, we pray in your name, God. Amen. Amen. All right, Bridge Youth. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for tonight? Okay, on your way back to your seat, high five three people and say it's going to be a great night.
Bridge Hill. Yo, look at the person sitting next to you and say, it's good to be back. Look at the one sitting on the other side that you chose second and tell them, it's good to see you. Hey, who is excited to be back at Bridge Youth? Who else felt like, man, there was a part of our lives missing for those two weeks. Hey, uh, we miss you guys so much. Hope you had an amazing Christmas. Hope you had an absolutely awesome New Year's and stoked to jump into tonight. Hey, if you got a Bible, open to John chapter 15. John chapter 15 if you got a Bible. Hey, anybody who doesn't know me, uh, my name is Corey alongside my awesome wife who just did transition. She, uh, her name is Amber. We get to lead this crazy awesome thing called Bridge Youth. We are the next-gen pastors here at the bridge. And one of our favorite things, our team, our students, our leaders, us, one of our favorite things in the whole world is meeting new people. And so if you're brand new in the room, maybe it's your first time visiting us at our church, maybe it's your first time ever coming to church, we just want to say welcome. You are the coolest person in the whole room, or if you're watching online, I can't see the back row, so I don't know where that camera is, but if you're watching online, wherever you are, um, thanks for joining us. We like welcoming our guests in a way. We're not changing this up in the new year. I don't know that we'll ever change it. This never gets old for us. We like welcoming our guests by saying, we are here to build you up, not Hey, we love you. We back you. We're so stoked that you chose to spend some of your time with us. Hey, who's ready to dig into God's word to hear from God tonight? I feel like God has placed such a specific word on my heart. So here's what I'm going to ask. For the next um, three hours and 27 minutes, uh, (laughs) oh, I wish, bro, in my dreams. For the next few minutes, I would hate for any of us to be robbed of what God's about to do and say because of random little distractions. So here's what I think. We're, we're all, we're, you know, we're all like middle school and up. So we're grown, you know, we're grown. We can hold our potties. We don't have to distract people around us. I feel like God is about to speak. And I don't know about you, but in this new year, putting 2022 behind us, some of y'all are like, thank God for that. I'm ready to get out 2022. Some bad things happen in 2022. I'm ready for what God has in 2023. And I think so much of that starts tonight. Somebody say tonight. I believe it starts tonight, and I would hate for anybody to miss it. Look at your neighbor say, don't miss it. Look at your other neighbor, the one you chose second. Again, say, don't miss it. So tonight we're going to lean in and hear from God. You know, tonight we're kicking off a brand new series. And and every year, right around October, I start praying, like, God, what is, like, a focus for us? What's a word for the year that you have for us? What is it that you're taking us into? What are some of the things that you're doing in Bridge Youth? And I really feel like the word for the year for us, it's the title of our series, you already see it up behind my head, is the word rooted. Everybody say rooted. Rooted. I really feel like this is what God's calling us to, to be rooted. I believe with all of my heart that God has new things he wants to do in and through our lives. Somebody say amen. Now, I know there's a handful of new people here, and maybe you've never been to our church before, so maybe your reference of church is that you sit there with your hands folded in your lap, and you don't say anything all church long. Well, I'll tell you, like, I'm, when it comes to Bridge Youth, I'm the pastor around here. So I know that you're like, first off, you don't look like a pastor. To you, I would just say, 
shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to you, I would say, well, you don't look like a pastor either, okay? Uh, but second, like, I am a, uh, a hollaback preacher. So you'll get the best out of me if I get the best out of you. You could say amen. I know some of you guys are like, I've never been to church. I don't know what amen means. Amen means like, so be it. You could say like, they're like, I agree. It's a really good way of saying, I agree. Uh, you could say that's good. You could say let's go. You say, come on. You could, you could just like be old school spiritual and just like make noises. Just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to, bro, I used to be in this church where a little, this little granny would sit behind me in church and pastor would say something good and she'd just go, mm-hmm. And she, she'd say, she'd say this, she'd say, she'd say, tell them about it. And then my favorite one that she would say, my favorite one was, she would say, she would say, preach the truth and shame the devil. She said, preach the truth and shame the devil. I don't know what it means, but it's provocative, and it gets the people going. So you can choose any of those. You can say, preach it, white boy. On the count of three, choose your favorite one. Shout it out, 2023. One, two, three. And I will. Here's what I believe. Here is what I believe. I believe God wants to do brand new things in and through our lives. Thank you, Jordan. I believe God doesn't want to just do it through my life. I believe he wants to use you. I believe that what God's going to do this year in and through our ministry is not just going to happen between, through Pastor Corey or Pastor Amber or our team or our worship leader Jordan, who was the only one who said amen just a second ago. I believe that God is going to use you. Boom, boom. Come on, tech team. That was your chance in my dreams. I believe that God wants to use you, your life. And I know what some of you guys are thinking. No, not me. I, I don't even, I'm not even saved. I don't even know God yet. In about 34 minutes, you will. And I think God wants to use you. But here's what I believe. I believe this year, the things that God wants to do, the doors he wants to open, the places he wants to take us, the things that he wants to do through our life, it will all begin with us being rooted. To which you might say, Rooted, rooted in what? Three things. Three things. Number one. Somebody say, number one. Rooted in Christ. Rooted in our relationship with him. Number two. Somebody say, number two. Number two, my Lord. <laughs> Name that movie. Thank you. Random citizen in the back. Name that movie. Don't. We can name movies all night. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, this is why I love you guys. Um... And I love you guys because of that and also because sometimes our students literally come completely decked out in anime gear. Bro, man's got Demon Slayer. He's got Inuyasha. What hat is that? Is that, is that Naruto? Let's go. My guy. My guy. Love it. Uh, number two, not just rooted in Christ. Number two, rooted in the word. Rooted in God's word. We're going to talk about why, that, why that's so important. And then number three, rooted in community, in relationship. See, if you're in the room, we have, we have a rule. If you're in the room, you're family. This is not just like a gathering where we come and we hang out and we have fun and we shoot off confetti poppers and jump around. This is a family. And for some of us, this is like just about all the family we got. 
I know for me, some of the toughest times of my life over the last going on eight years, this community, this group, this team, this family is what helped me get through it. Yes, I know I got God. I know God's always with me. I know he never leaves me. I know he never forsakes me. But we need family. We need a crew. We need a pack. We need a tribe. And this is that. If you're in the room, I think it's not by accident. I think it's because God's planted you here to be a part of this community. Amen? So I believe that this year, so much of what God's going to do is going to take place, and it can only happen if we get rooted. All right, here's your sermon in a sentence. If you've never heard me preach, I like boiling down everything I say in one sentence. I want you to write this down. Here it is. A tumbleweed doesn't produce fruit. We must have roots. A tumbleweed doesn't produce fruit. We must have roots. You've never, you've never seen a tumbleweed blowing across the road as you're driving up the road. And on that tumbleweed are these big old, giant, beautiful, colorful strawberries. It, it doesn't happen. Why don't tumbleweeds have a bunch of beautiful, delicious fruit on them? Because they don't have any roots. And so it is with you and me. I believe there's so many dead barren, fruitless believers in the world who are not doing anything for the kingdom because they don't got roots. They don't have roots in their relationship with Christ. They're not rooted in the word, and they're not rooted in community. And thus, they look something like a dead tumbleweed blowing through life. And I just, I was thinking at the end of last year, as we're jumping into 2023, I don't want that to be bridge youth. And I don't think that God is calling you, look at your neighbor and say, you. I don't think that God's calling you to live the average, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, typical, stereotype, teenage narrative. God's not called you to be like everybody else in your school. He's called you out to be something more. He's called you out to bear fruit. To advance the kingdom of God, to live kingdom over everything, to put Jesus first in all that you do, to be rooted in the relationship with him and his word and in the family of God so that we together can impact our world. No, are we going to impact the other side of the world? Maybe collective with our church, but that we would impact our world, our schools, our families, our valley. And some of you guys are like, I don't live in the valley. I came from, <laughs> I came from Hemet. It's like, cool, Hemet needs Jesus. <laughs> Y'all from Temecula saying, amen. Temecula needs Jesus. Come on now. And I believe that so much of what God will do is going to start with us being rooted. No more being, man, no more being tumbleweeds. And can, can, I, can I just say something really quick? I, I swear everything else is going to be super, super encouraging. But can I, can I be like, can I, can I come for all the Christians real quick? If you're not a Christian in this room, can I just say, you're at home. You don't have to believe to belong. This is family. Like, if you're in the room, you're family, okay? What you believe right now, like, that is neither here nor there. We love you, and this can be home for you. Let me talk to the Christians real quick. Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> Get ready. Here comes, <laughs> here comes some spiritual rebuke. <laughs> Man, like, I just feel like, I feel like we've had too many tumbleweeds in the church. And I feel like there's some of you that I see 
I see your life. I see your social media. I see how you're living. And it looks real tumbleweed-like. And yet as your pastor, one of the things that God's made me is a visionary. So then I start beginning to close my eyes and I pray for you and I see what you could be, the fruit you could be bearing. And it begins to break my heart of all the things I know God could accomplish in and through your life. And what you could do for the kingdom of God. It like, it, it's, it's, it's astounding what you could do if you would just get your roots down. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. That's what we're going to be talking about in this series. All right. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of cool things in this series. One of the things that we're going to be doing, y'all ready for this? Uh, if you, now, okay, I just, I just like came after the Christians. All right, let me, let me hype the Christians. If you are a Christian, you grew up in church, like you grew up on VeggieTales, like you grew up on Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had father. All the non-Christians in the room who didn't grow up in church right now are like, this is a very weird song because my father's not named Abraham. <laughs> that's how I felt when I first started going to church. If that's you, hey, you know what we're going to do this month? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? We're going to bring back Bible trivia, baby. We're going to bring back that Bible trivia. <laughs> and we're going to have, we're going to have prizes. Yo, here's what we're going to do. Y'all ready for this? I, I love this. This is, so, this is so corny and I'm so pumped on it. We got, a, we got a verse for this series, and, and, and every week of this series, as uh, we get to the time to read the Bible, I'm going to call on a couple people and be like, yo, do you know John 15, 4 by memory? If you do, we're going to have prizes for you. Maybe we'll give you Bible bucks. I'm just kidding. You're like, what's Bible bucks? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> but here's our verse, and I want you guys sincerely, because we don't, I, I know I'm joking around. Man, memorizing scripture is so powerful. Can I tell you, memorizing scripture, it is so powerful and so valuable for your life. And all of our school and ministry students said amen. <laughs> so our core verse for this year, our core verse for this series is found in John chapter 15 and verse number 4. And I challenge you. Look at your neighbor and say, I dare you. Look at your other neighbor, the one you chose second, and say, I double dog dare you. That means you have to do it. Because if you don't. I don't know. Remember when we, boys were the worst of this. Remember like boys, you were like eight years old and your friend double dog dared you to do something? And you're like, bro, like I have to do this. I have to eat this cat poop. Like I don't want to. But they double dog dared you. What were like the repercussions for not doing the double dog dare? Like I, I you know what I thought? I thought I'll just die on the spot if I don't do the double dog dare. It's kind of like if you lose, what are the odds? You have to do whatever that thing was. I double dog dare you. Memorize this verse. We're going to read it right now. Would you stand in the honor of the reading of God's word? People have died so we could have God's word. We love honoring God's word. It is so great. And just one verse. One verse. Put this to memory. Man, highlight it in your Bible. Make a flashcard. Put it as your phone background. I challenge you. Memorize this amazing verse. This is Jesus talking. And he says this, remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Before you sit down, let's pray. God, you're so good. I pray tonight that you would speak to us, God. I pray that tonight, God, that you would... For some, tonight needs to be a new beginning. Would you give us that new beginning? It needs to be a fresh start. Would you give us that fresh start? For others, God, we've been stagnant and stale in our faith. Reignite our passion for you, Jesus. 
Pull us in closer to you. God, we've been distant, and we don't want to be distant anymore. God, I thank you for what you're about to do. Get me out of your way so that you can speak. God, uh, I just, right now, I thank you that next season, the Raiders will make it to the playoffs. (laughs) And I pray, God, that all the gloating, prideful, arrogant Chargers fans would chill out because they'll likely be out in the first round of the playoffs. In Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, Amen. Got a seat. <clears throat> um, ladies, sincerely, hey, all the ladies say, hey. Ladies, please, 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 please hear me. As your youth pastor, do not miss She Unites on the 28th of this month. It's the 28th, right? 28th. Saturday, the last Saturday of the month, hear me. Christine Kane, nicknamed Christine Hurricane. She's from Australia. She got an accent. I'm telling you this right now. I promise you, I would not be the preacher that I am if not for this woman. She doesn't even know who I am. But I've been listening to her for the better part of the last decade. And I've been saying for the last decade, my wife can attest to this. She is in my top three favorite preachers. I love this woman's preaching. She is phenomenal. You do not want to miss She Unites. Gentlemen will have the opportunity to serve that night. It will be all about the ladies. We'll just be able to make make a make an event happen that's all for the ladies. So you'll get the chance to, uh, to volunteer. Our, our girl Alicia is going to meet you after service over here if you want to volunteer. But So that's for all the ladies. Hey, all the guys, all the gentlemen, on the count of three, as low and manly as you can, just, just go, hey, one, two, three. That was one of the best ones I ever heard. Boys, can I ask you um, two questions? I got two questions for you gentlemen. Where are my boys, my gentlemen, my dudes, my dogs that are like, not my dogs, but my dogs that are like, I don't care. I love chick flicks. Where you at, boys? Where you at? I love, bro, I don't, I, look, look, look me in the face right now, bro. I, I don't wear a Harley Davidson shirt for style. I got a Harley Davidson. I had to. I'm not that manly. I needed to do something manly, bro. Mm. Look, I don't care. I love chick flicks. I love them. I, lo- I, love, I love the bad chick flicks, bro. I love Letters to Juliet. When Letters to Juliet ended, the credits came up. My wife looked me dead in the face and went, that movie sucked. I said, you have no heart. <laughs> I said, you have a heart of stone. What's the matter with you? Now, second question, boys. Where's all my boys that unashamedly you would say, I am a mama's boy. Where you at, my guys? I'm a mama's boy. I don't care. I love my mom. <laughs> my mom's the best. Dude, I, when I tell you, bro, boys, do me a favor. When you go home, just, just walk up to your mom and go, I love you, mom, and give her a big hug. Just do that. Don't tell her I told you to do it. Just go do it. Um, Growing up, I was, I was such a mama's boy. Like, I, I, maybe it's because I had daddy issues. What <laughs> I, really I really was such, I was such a mama's boy. I love my mom so, so much. And my mom will forever and always have my utmost honor and respect. And she was a single mom for a long time. Long time my mom was a single mom. And she'll always have my honor and my respect for that. And I was such a mama's boy. I remember one day, uh, we had like this six months like, I'm a SoCal boy through and through. But we had, like, the six months where we lived in Denver, Colorado, a.k.a. 
hell. <laughs> Just kidding. Bro, it was so, I, I, why only six months? Because we made it through winter and said, we're not doing that again, and we came back, bro. It was so cold. And, and, and in uh, Colorado, it's like the only time that our family ever had a garage. Like, we constantly, we grew up in apartments, all that. Like, we didn't have a lot of money, and we grew, we never had a garage. And so, we had a garage in, in Denver. And I remember one day, randomly, like, uh, I, I, I'm in, I'm in like the living room hanging out. I'm young, dude. I'm probably like, I'm probably like five years old, maybe six years old. So just picture a little five, six-year-old Corey, like yay tall, skinny as heck. <laughs> and I'm, I'm chilling. And all of a sudden I'm like, I hear the garage door opening, you know? I just hear the noise of the garage door opening. I don't know if that was I'm like the garage door is opening. And then like immediately I just look around and I don't see my mom anywhere. And it dawns on me, my mom's leaving without me. Now, like I know for some of you, you're like, what's the big deal? I went everywhere with my mom, bro. Like, I went nowhere. Like, mom, I couldn't let my mom leave my side, bro, ever. So the moment that it, I realized it dawned on me, my mom is going somewhere without me. I don't know where. It could have been to the grocery store. It could have been to Mars. I did not care. I was like, I, oh my, and I, I began to panic, bro. Like, I began to panic. I get up. I run to the, to, to the door that goes into the garage. I open the garage door, and my mom, as guilty as can be, looks, reversing the car, she looks forward, and she's like, <gasps> and I make eye contact with her, and I was like, no. I start running after her. The problem was, she had already hit the button to close the garage door, you know, and it wasn't one of these, one, you know, it wasn't one of those ones. It was one of the f- fancy Temecula Valley ones that, like, Close like that. Like I said, that's how my garage door closes now. And it's closing, and I'm just like, no. And I book it, bro. I book it as fast as I can, so desperate because my mom is going somewhere without me for like 30 seconds. And as I'm running, I was so tunnel vision on my mom that I didn't like equate into the equation of my running that the door was now head high. And when I tell you, bro, I ran full speed, boom, straight into that. And my feet flew over my head. I hit the ground. And here's the craziest thing that I remember so vividly, bro. I hit this thing, boom, and now I'm on my back laying on the floor. And this is the part I remember so much. Bro, aren't garages supposed to have a sensor? Right? This garage door is still coming down on me, bro. I was like, ah! <laughs> And I had to do this, like, and, like, scoop my way out. I just dirtied my white pants, bro. Wearing white pants is like living by faith. Lord, I'm, and I like had to scoop my way out to not be decapitated by this garage door. I turned around, I said, who's the manufacturer? I'm going to file a complaint because your sensor sucks. At five years old, I said that. And then I jumped in the car with my mom and I began to weep bitterly. How dare you? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I think she said, like, I wasn't even going anywhere. I was just taking the car out of the garage, bro. And I freaked out. Bro, where's my mama bo- mama's boys at? You're a mama's boy. You love your mom. Ugh. I love my mom. And, and I just think, like, that desperation that was in me, 
Like, I didn't even know how long my mom would be gone. I didn't know how far she was going. But at the first sign of any amount of distance between me and my mom, I became desperate to close the gap. And I just started thinking, what if? What if? Somebody say, what if? What if we had that type of desperation when we began to sense distance between us and God? What if this year we had this sort of, wait, I feel like maybe there's a little bit of distance between me and God. And we became desperate to close the gap. We became so desperate we would take a garage door to the forehead desperate, you know what I'm saying? We became like, God, I want to be closer to you than ever before. I think that that begins with us being rooted. So number one, write this down if you're taking notes. Three, three points tonight quickly. Number one, rooted in Christ. Rooted in Christ. I think that when we're rooted in Christ, what will happen is Christ will become like an anchor. What does an anchor do? Well, an anchor helps a boat from drifting too far. It's that thing that brings stability and security. It's the thing that brings safety, and I think that that's what will tend to happen for us when we get anchored in Christ. Every one of these points tonight, I'm going to have two questions. Number one, how do you get rooted in Christ? Number two, what happens when you're rooted in Christ? So number one, how do you get rooted in Christ? How do you get rooted in your relationship with Christ? How do you get closer to Jesus? First off, can I tell you, if you're like brand new to church, if you don't know Jesus, can I tell you, it's probably much different than you think. Bless you. <laughs> it's probably much different than you think. It's, you're probably thinking of this overly religious set of rules that you have to go down a checklist of things to do. That's not the case. Can I tell you, for every single person in this room, I could go down the line one by one by one and say, your relationship with God is going to look different than your relationship with God. And your relationship with God is going to look different than your relationship with God. And my relationship with God is going to look different than your relationship with God. Because that's what relationships are like. Just like every marriage looks different. Our... our, our uh, Director of Community Development here at the church, Wyatt Stagger, is one of my best friends. Him and his wife, Miranda, he's the best, dude, come on. He'll be preaching in two weeks. In two weeks, Wyatt will be preaching. You don't want to miss that night. One of my favorite preachers on the planet right there. Um, I like Christine Kane better, though. Sorry, bro. Christine Hurricane, come on. Wyatt the Swagger Stagger does not sound as good, bro. I just made that up right now. like, Wyatt and Miranda's marriage looks different than mine and Amber's marriage. Like, I, dude, one of the funniest things to me is when people are like, Corey, Amber, oh, your guys' relationship is so cute. Oh, we've been married for 13 years. I love my wife. She's so awesome. Our life is adventurous and fun and amazing and romantic and all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> But when people go, oh, your relationship's so cute, I'm like, that's because you ain't never been around us when we're home alone, and it's just us and our two puppies, just Parker and Theodore, and we're just weirdos, bro. It's just anime on TV, a golf video on my phone, us like, literally, I live, I live to terrorize this woman. I live to, I, like, bro, one of my favorite things in the world is just to hide, just hide places. 
And then when she finds me, ha! And she gets super scared. Bro, one of my favorite things in the world is once in a blue moon, we both love music. When we first met, I said the only things we could agree on is Jesus and music because we're polar opposite in everything else. But so we're always listening to music, big music fanatics. One of our favorite things growing up and still is going to shows together. Love it. So we're always listening to music in the car. Once in a blue moon, no music, and it's just like quiet. And I love just being like, out of nowhere. And she's like, Corey, do you want to be single? Because you're going to kill me one day. But like, our relationship looks different. (laughs) Wyatt said, one day, Our relationship looks different than the Staggers relationship. Every marriage looks different. And your relationship with God, it's going to look different. So I can give, I'm going to give you a couple things of how you could get rooted in your relationship with God. And these are some general things. But know that your relationship with God is going to look different than other people's. One really, really, really good way to get rooted in your relationship with God. I know this is so revolutionary. This is crazy. This is worth the cost of admission right here. Talk to him. Talk to God. Did you know that you can talk to God? You can talk to Jesus any day, any time. We call it prayer, but really it's just, and it doesn't have to be this like fabricated religious moment where you're over here like, our fathers who are, and God's like, you don't talk like that. I know you don't talk like that. I hear you all day, every day. You don't talk like that. Talk to God. Pray. When? All the time. I love the way Paul says in the New Testament. He says, I pray without ceasing. I never stop praying. There's so many times I'm just going throughout my day and I'm like, oh, I need God's help. And I'm just like, God, will you help me? Talk to God. Another great way is to worship him. Have times like here at church. There's so many times where I feel like it's just like, man, God, I feel like you and I, we just took a step towards each other and we got a little bit closer because I'm taking time to worship you, to tell you how. Imagine this. Imagine if on my wedding day I told Amber, I love you, I'm going to be true to you and committed to you for the rest of our lives. And this is the last time I'm going to tell you, so don't come around asking me to to say it again. Ladies, how well would that work? Right, like we, we wouldn't be married for 13 years. We'd be married for like 13 minutes, and she'd be like, you're the worst ever. Like, no, if it, and it's not going to work in a relationship. Why, would it, why do you think it works in a relationship with God? Let's worship him. Here's a crazy one. You want to be rooted in Christ? You want to be closer to him? Obey him. Do the things he calls and tells us to do. Here's a great one. Get in his presence. Get in his presence. Be close to him. You can't. Can I say, like, there's some people who are like, we, we, we talked to some of our uh, young adults who are like, bro, we, we're going to different colleges. Can you help us and give, give us tips and tricks to how to do a long-distance relationship? And we're like, yeah, let's talk through that. Let's talk about that. Like, like, I think that, you know, prayer and God being the center of that relationship will be key and vital. But can I tell you, with God, there is no long-distance relationship. I'm going to say that again because some of you all didn't catch it. There are no long-distance relationships with God. You're either close to him or you're not. Every relationship with God is proximity. You got to be close. There's no long distance. So get in his presence. Get close to God. Get in in moments of faith. Here's a really good thing. Um, You want to get your roots down in a relationship with Jesus? Sever the ties of the roots that you have in other relationships that are pulling you away from your relationship with Jesus. And I'm going to leave that right there. Here's the thing. Jesus is all or nothing. Jesus is all or nothing. He doesn't want half of your heart. Jesus won't take 99.99%. It's all or nothing. So that's how, that's a couple ways of how you could get rooted in Christ. Here's the next question. What happens when you're rooted in Christ? Number one, I think something that happens is you begin to trust him. 
you begin to trust him. I love what, what Proverbs 3 verse 5 says. It says, trust in the Lord with all. Somebody say all. Trust, trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So if you're not leaning on your understanding, then what are, you, what are you leaning on? You're leaning on Christ. And then what happens is that your roots are in Christ, which leads to trusting in God, which leads to peace in your life. Anybody else need a little bit of peace in your life in the midst of chaos and worry and anxiety and stress and depression and fear for the future? Man, I know that I need some peace. Well, you want peace? Get your roots in Christ. Here's another thing that happens when you're rooted in Christ. When you're rooted in Christ, you'll begin to bear fruit. You'll be used by God. Our, our, our memory verse, uh, John 15, verse 4, Jesus says, remain in me and I'll remain in you. For any branch severed from the vine, he's the vine, we're the branch, it will produce no fruit. He straight up says, you can do nothing if you are severed from. If you don't have roots in a relationship with me, there's, you, can, you can't do anything of value. Can I tell you, this year, God wants to use you. I've seen some, I've seen some of you and how you've, been, how you've been posting about your faith, and, and, and I can only imagine how people are responding to that. I see some of you of how you're using the sports that you play as a catalyst to share your faith. I love that. I see how some of you guys are, are, are being a mirror of God at your schools and in your friends and with your families and how God's using you. That's amazing, and I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. I think God wants to do so much more, but it all starts with you being rooted in your relationship with Christ. And I think that you could do, the deeper your roots go in your relationship with Christ, the more you can do for the kingdom. So get to know him. What happens when you get your roots in Christ? You begin to be used by him. You ever see people who are just super strong in their relationship with Jesus and you're like, how do you got so much faith? How are you living like that? Here's how. It happens in private. It happens in obscurity. It happens behind closed doors. It happens in, in prayer and petition. It happens in digging in the word. It happens in, in, in having moments with God when nobody else is around. It's, and it's not, it's not like that's way different than anything else that we see or understand. I got to go to, um, <clears throat> I got to, go to some of our students uh, who were in a performance of the, of the Nutcracker um, during Christmas. And I love that, dude. I love stuff like that. Amber and I went. It was so dope. And our girl, Ciara, who is uh, on worship tonight, she was one of the, the main, like, dancers and stuff in it. And it was so, so sick. But here's what I know. I know, I know Miss Green, and I know her family, and I know that she did not, like, walk up on stage and go, I'm going to wing it. <laughs> you know? Like, she didn't just, like, the day of the performance be like, I think I'll take up dancing. <laughs> No, no, she was, she was training. She's been a part of a studio. My, my, boy, uh, my boy Kai Dunn, who's where you at, Kai? Uh, my boy Kai Dunn, I've been, I've been, here's the thing. Kai just posted this thing on a story of, uh, uh, on his Instagram story, um, some pictures of him playing basketball. I'm like, dude, I, I love seeing this guy and how good he's gotten at basketball. And um, I won't say that he's better than me, but he's getting there. He might be taller than me now, bro. Like, it's just different playing with, six foot, six foot Kai than five foot three Kai. Like he plays different. And here's the thing is that there's so many people I think that would look at like, go watch Kai play basketball and be like, oh, I just wish I was naturally talented like that. I wish I could just shoot threes like how Kai shoots three. I wish I could do that like weird like Euro step thing and he finishes on the left side but with his right hand all like finesse. Oh, dude, because he he's so naturally talented. Like you might say that, but I've seen Kai grind. 
I've seen Kai in his backyard putting up five, six, seven hundred shots when it's a hundred degrees outside. He's like, Corey, put up more shots with me. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm going inside, bro. Like my basketball, there's no basketball career to be had over here. I play in a men's league. You'll probably play in college. There's levels to this, bro. Do your thing. It, but it happened in private. He didn't just one day be like, yep, I'm just going to join the basketball team. And well, here's our first game. How do, you, how do you dribble? Like, no, it doesn't work like that. It happens in obscurity. Like, and that's how it is with our relationship with God. It happens in, in obscurity, in secret. How do you get roots in Christ? Have moments with him when nobody else is around. Have moments with him when other people are around. That's so, so dope. And you should do that. 100% you should do that. But you should also have moments with him when it's just you and him. Because then you'll get close to him. And I believe... I believe that a tumbleweed doesn't produce fruit. We have to have roots. How do you have, how do you get roots? Have moments where you pray. You talk to him. You get alone with him. Number two, if you're taking notes, write this down. We got to be rooted in the word. Rooted in the word. Somebody say word. Got to be rooted in the word. What's the word? If, if, if Christ is like, if Christ is like our anchor, then the word is like our compass. The word of God is a compass to our life. I love this. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. What does that say? What is that showing? That shows God's word will show you the direction to go in life. Here's what I think is one of the most dangerous things about your generation. When you have a question, when you have a concern, when you're trying to figure out life, your go-to is Google. Bro, that's terrifying. That's so scary that like the first, like, and here's the thing. God's word should be our first response, not our last resort. Oh, I've hit Google. I've, I've, I've asked Siri. I've, I've gone, uh, you know, hey, Alexa. Someone's Alexa at home just went off. Alexa, uh, uh, how do you deal with depression? And Alexa's like, I don't know. <laughs> Alexa, I feel lost. What do I do? Uh, Google, who am I? What's my identity? Can I tell you, your compass needs to be God's word. In a world that is so lost, they're looking to everybody else to tell them who they are. We have God's word. Go to it. It's like a compass for your life. So our two questions really quick. Number one, how do you get rooted in the word? I'm glad you asked. Because today, somebody say today, literally tonight. And I want you to take this so seriously. Not only are we doing this little Bible memorization where we're going to memorize John 15, 4, but we tonight are going to start a 21-day Bible reading challenge. Every day for the next 21 days. That will take us to the last day of January. We're going to read the Bible, and we're going to do it together as a community. Now, you might be saying, like, we're going to read the whole Bible in 21 days? Heck no, baby. Not, I'm not even that spiritual, okay? Um, literally, the whole Bible reading, the whole thing, there's a little devotional, there's a verse, and there'll be a spot. It's a Bible, um, it's a, a plan in the Bible app. If you don't have the Bible app, go download it right now. Because at the end of service, we're going to give you the opportunity to jump into some groups that you'll be able to jump into their Bible plan and have discussion together. The plan's called Rooted, and you'll be able to uh, get the link from a leader at the end of service. But for the next 21 days... We're going to read the Bible together. Literally the whole thing, the whole, every day, it'll be maybe five minutes. Maybe five minutes. Think of all the other things that you spend more than five minutes doing throughout your day. 
boys, where's my guys at? On the count of three, all my guys go, hey, one, two, three. I know you sit on the toilet till your feet get numb. <laughs> bro, do your, do your Bible reading when you're on the toilet then, bro. I know what you're thinking. I can't do that. It's the Bible. It's sacred, bro. You're not reading your Bible right now. God's going to take what he can get, bro. Read your Bible. Ladies, I see you on TikTok for 87 hours a day. <laughs> There's only 24 hours in a day. And you know what I think? You know what I think? I think it is heartbreaking that we live in a generation with the greatest biblical accessibility in the history of mankind, and yet we are the most biblically illiterate generation to ever live. Shame on us. Shame on us. That people have literally died so that we can have our Bibles. I know that not everybody knows about the dark ages. Not everybody knows that there was a point in time where the Bible could only be preached, written, and read in Latin, which was a dead language. And not everybody had the word of God in their language. And people rose up and said, no, God's word should be available to God's people. And they were literally dying, being burned at the stake so that we can have his word. And now we have it. We have it in 40 billion languages on our phone. Bro, go read or listen to the, what's the Hawaiian one, Cameron? Bro, go, it's, it's, I'm not saying that that is a completely accurate, like, depiction of God's word and it's a perfect translation. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is it's hilarious, dude. It is so funny. But shame on us for not get digging into God's word. Shame on us, man. Like, if your favorite celebrity wrote you a letter, you would pin that thing on your wall and read it every day. The creator of the universe has written you a love letter, and we throw it on the shelf and let it collect dust. We need to dig into God's word. How? Number one, do this 21-day Bible reading challenge with us. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome, and we're going to all do this together. Number two, after the 21 days when February hits, set up a time and place every day that you just dig into God's word. You might be the type that reads a chapter a day, two, three, four. You might be the type that reads one or two verses, and you just kind of like chew on those verses. What did I say? Everyone's relationship will look different. Reading God's word every day is not about being religious. It's about developing a relationship with him. What happens when we read God's word, when we get rooted in his word? A couple things. I think that you, you save yourself from being deceived. We live in a generation that's falling for a lie because they're not familiar with the truth. Say that again. We're living in a generation where an entire generation is falling for a lie because they're unfamiliar with the truth. And the truth that is so very accessible. What do you do when you get rooted in God's word? You save yourself from being deceived by the enemy. What happens when we get rooted in God's word? We stop falling for the devil's lies. What happens? You know what else happens? We learn who we are and we learn who God is. We also learn about God's promises. Did you know that this book is jam-packed with promises that God has made for your life? And we get to learn those promises. And those promises give us faith and they give us hope. Speaking of faith, what happens when we dig into God's word? Our faith will grow. You feel stagnant in your faith? When people are like, bro, I feel like I'm not growing in my faith. I say, are you reading God's word? Because his word says that faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So if you're not, if you're not over here reading it, then your faith might not be growing, and that might be why you're stagnant. Lastly, you, when you dig into God's word, 
you begin to discover, to discover the plans and purposes that he has for your life. So this month, let's dig into God's word together. Right after service, there's going to be guys on this side of the room and ladies on this side of the room. They're connect group leaders that can help you get plugged into the 21-day Bible reading challenge. Anybody that comes and signs up for that challenge, we got free Bridge Youth stickers for you. Let's do this together. It's going to be an awesome, awesome journey to get on. Hey, band, if you could start heading up. My last point tonight not just rooted in Christ, rooted in God's word. Number three, rooted in community. If, if Christ is the anchor and the word is the compass, then community is our crew. Community is our crew. You can't sail a boat alone. You need a crew. And, and this room, this family, this is your crew. That when it's time to, to head out on a journey that God's called you to, that you have people to link arms with and join your faith with. When heaven forbid, it's man overboard and your life seems to be falling apart. There's somebody to, to jump in after you. If, if Christ is the anchor and the word is the compass, then the community is our crew. Hebrews 10.25, it says this. Let us not. Somebody say not. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. There were some people in this day and age, in the, in the first century, they stopped gathering together as believers. And the writer of Hebrews goes, don't do that. Gather together. You need community. You need a group. So how, how do we get rooted in community? I'm glad you asked. Get hear me, please. Get in a connect group. Be a part of a connect group. Sunday mornings at 1130, we meet in this room. What do you guys do on Sunday mornings at 1130? We break up into groups. There's four different categories. There's junior high boys, junior high girls, high school boys, high school girls. Because how many of you high school girls know the conversation you would have would be much different than junior high boys? <laughs> you guys are polar opposites <laughs> in every way possible. So you get with some people who are in your age and stage of life, who are walking through life like you are, and you get to discuss, what do you talk about? We talk about the message from tonight. So what we're talking about right now, you'll get the opportunity to share your thoughts, your questions. And, and, and there's questions the Connect Group leader has. And, and this month, uh, Isaiah, as he was hosting service, he alluded to this. This month, if you come to a Connect Group, any Sunday in January, you'll be entered to win 100 bucks to Amazon. Why are you doing that? We just want to help, it make, help make it easy on you to invite people, to invite people to your Connect Group. At the end of the month, every, and every time you come to a connect group, it's another entry. So come to, come to a connect group every single Sunday of January, get entered to win, and, and at the end of the month, we'll raffle off for one guy, one girl. Why are you doing that? Because we believe in connect groups. We want to invest in connect groups. Pastor Corey, I don't want to. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like waking up on Sunday. I don't feel like getting a part of a connect group. I, I just don't want to. How selfish, how selfish of you? Because you're thinking that connect groups are about, about you being blessed and you're like, I'm blessed enough on Wednesdays. I get all that, I, I get all, I, my cup is full just coming to Wednesdays. Cool, but what if going to connect groups are not about what you could get out of it, but what if there's someone in that connect group that you don't know yet that needs you, that needs your friendship? that needs your prayers, that needs your advice, that needs what you just walked through last year, they're going through right now. And you being able to give them the, dude, I made it through, you will too. Man, it would mean the world to them. 
Stop looking at, at, at church and community and connect groups only based off of what you can get out of it. Look at it based off of what you bring to the table. Because hear me, we need you. We need you to be a part of community. So step up and step out. Make friends, serve, get a part of a connect group. What happens when we get rooted in community? We find our godly family. I've told you guys this before. Amber and I do not have much family. What family we do have are either very distant, we don't get to see very often. And this room's like a family for us. Has anybody ever been to the Redwoods and the Sequoias, seen these trees? I'm such like a nerd when it comes to nature stuff. Did you know that the Redwoods, which are, are the largest trees on the planet, did you know that the reason that they're so large and they're so healthy is because they're a communal forest. What does that mean? That means the redwoods, they have this root system that their roots go down into the ground, but they don't stop there. The roots of the redwoods, they actually intertwine with each other. And what will happen with redwoods is that if one redwood begins to lack the nutrients it needs, it starts dying, it starts suffering, the other redwoods will actually, through the intertwined root systems, send it the life-giving nutrients that it needs. What happens when you get into community? That's what happens. It's this linking of arms that says, hey, when you're not strong enough, I got you. I'm praying for you. I'm with you, I back you. And then when I'm not strong enough, I know you back me, you're with me. Hey, who, who's got some leftover bracelets from the last service of the year? I got two left, bro. You know how many times over the past few weeks I've looked at the, I golfed the next day, they were falling off left and right. So I took them, I tied them up there next to my, my mirror in my bathroom. And I think, I look, I've been looking at these over the past few weeks, reminded, like we're in this together, we're a family. And can I tell you this? God's purposes will always be connected to God's people. God's purpose will always be connected to God's people. So what are you saying? I'm saying you'll never fully live out God's purpose for your life if you're not connected to his people and rooted in community. Amen. As we close, um, I want to encourage you once again that a tumbleweed doesn't produce fruit. We must have roots. Roots in Christ. Roots in his word and roots in community. Bow your heads, close your eyes, let's pray. God, you're so good. We love you so much. Thank you, God, for working in our midst. God, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you, God, that this year you're bringing to our attention to be rooted. God, I pray for anyone in this room that doesn't have roots in a relationship with you. They don't know you. They've never surrendered their life to you. They're not in relationship with you. God, I pray right now, would you soften their hearts right here, right now. God, I pray that they would just, God, there'd be something in them that says, I'll I want to take a chance. I'll take a chance on this Jesus. If that's you with heads bowed, with eyes closed, nobody looking around. Maybe you're in here and you would say, you say, that is me, Corey. I, I, I felt lost. I felt hopeless. 
as we approach 2023, I've been thinking, it's just going to be the same old, same old. And, and Corey, I'm ready for something new. I need a fresh start. If that's you, you can have that fresh start. You can have that new beginning right here, right now. It all starts with the relationship with Jesus. So you might be thinking, how do I get into a relationship with Jesus? It's actually so easy. He did all the hard work for us. All we have to do, Bible says, is to receive the, the free gift of salvation that he's given us. How do we receive it? We just pray a prayer that we say with our mouths and we believe in our heart. So we're going to do that right now. If you're in this room with heads bowed, with eyes closed, I'm going to ask you to respond before we pray. Just as a way of saying, like, this is my starting line. This is my moment of faith. This is my stepping out in faith. And if you would say, I want a relationship with Jesus. I want forgiveness for my sins. I want a fresh start. I want this year to do something different and to begin my relationship with Jesus. Or I've been distant. I want to close the gap. If that's you, I want you on the count of three to lift your hand. And you can put it right back down. No one else is looking. Heads bowed, eyes closed. It's a moment between you and God. Public setting, private moment. When I get to three, you lift your hand, you put it right back down. You want to start a relationship with Jesus. One, two, three, go. All over this place. So cool. Praise God. You can put your hands down. That's the best decision you could ever make with your life. I promise you that. We're a family here, so we pray together. Everybody repeat these simple words right after me. There's nothing magical about these words. Just wrap your heart around them. Say this. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I know you're a savior. Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. So tonight, I give you my heart, I give you my life, I give you everything. And from this moment forward, I'm going to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, let's welcome people into God's family right now. All right, if you just lifted your hand... This is not the end of the journey. This is the beginning of the journey. And we want to do something with you called the next seven days. So you can get it by just going to our Instagram, DM us, next seven, at bridge, YTH underscore. We'll handle the rest. There's seven videos that will answer some questions you might have. They'll help you in walking out your faith journey. It's me on these videos just helping answer questions and direct you. We'll get you connected to a connect group leader. I promise you. You won't regret it. You're going to have doubled up, though, because you're going to do the Devo, and you're going to do this, and you're going to be extra, extra spiritual, and we're going to love you so much for it. Hey, I got one more thing I want to do tonight, so nobody distracting anybody. Would everybody stand to their feet? Would they head up to the front? There won't be any more hype worship. You don't got to worry about the mosh pit, but there is one more thing that I want to do together. We're going to worship God in just a moment, but first things first, not only do I think, not only do I think that God has placed you in this room and in this family for a reason and for a purpose, I think those handful of people around you, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, I think that God's placed you in that group for a reason as well. And I think that that group, you guys together be like, hey, we're going to do the Bible reading plan together. Right after service, we're going to a leader. I'm going to keep you accountable. You keep me accountable. We're going to together join a connect group. We're together going to pursue Christ and all that he has for us. We're together going to do that, that, that stuff we've been talking about doing at our school to just be a light in our school. We're going to do that together. 
And so what I want to do is at the start of this year to together pray. All right, can we do something super cheesy that has not happened since before COVID? Okay, thank you. You remember back in the day when, back in the day when we used to get around uh, Christians, you know, the Christians who grew up in church, you remember this moment? Be like, all right, guys, let's circle up. We're going to pray. Now everybody join hands. Well, I kind of had this thought in my mind that if these redwoods, if these redwoods roots are intertwined, why don't we have a moment of unity in the start of this year and pray together? So yes, that's what I'm asking. Everybody in the room, would you just join hands with the person next to you? Not every hand's gonna be joined with everybody, but what we're gonna do is in this moment, we're gonna pray. Backline, you got, oh, you can't join. You're playing keys. The rest of you guys can join. Singers, you guys can join hands. I'm going to hold Pritham's hand when, when we pray. Corey, why are we holding hands? Don't you know we stopped doing that in 2019 when this virus thing started going around? Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but you know what else? God talks about having this unity in his family. And I think just for a moment, just for a moment, being united, not just in spirit, but also physically being like, this year, we're going to stand together. We're going to fight together. We're going to cry together. We're going to celebrate together. We're going to walk through victories and defeats. We're going to walk through all that God has for us, and we're going to do it together. And I believe where there's unity, there is power. So I'm going to pray for two things. One, I'm going to pray that this group, this family, we got unity. And number two, I'm going to pray that in this unity, that our roots will go deep. With Christ, with each other. Pritham, I love you, bro. Hold my hand. Bow your head, close your eyes. God, God, we love you. You are so good. We thank you for your son. We thank you, Jesus, that you are the vine. From you is the life, the light, the strength, the hope, the faith. We don't have to produce all that. We just got to be connected with you. God, right now, in joining hands in unity, I pray in Jesus' name, our hearts are this. God, we want to be rooted. We want to be so close to you. God, closer than ever before. What you did in 2022, it, it, it's not enough. We want more. God, I pray, united, God, with our hands, unite us in our hearts in a hunger for your word. We need your word more than ever before. We need it to be our compass, our guide. We need it to be our moral truth. We need it to be the thing that leads our life. Let it be a lamp to our feet. God, I pray right now, birth in every single one of us, a hunger for your word. God, we don't go a single day without eating. God, let us not want to go to a single day without being in your word. And if we do, God, I pray we feel a physical hunger for it. And God, as we're joined together, I thank you for this community. I thank you for the roots we already have. And I thank you for the roots that are gonna go even deeper, God. We're gonna get to know each other. We're gonna walk life together. We're gonna get into connect groups. We're gonna pray for each other. We're gonna encourage each other. We're gonna back each other. We're gonna text each other, call each other, be there at each other's games, be there when we need each other. God, we know this. We're not meant to do life alone. We're going to do life together. 
So we thank you for the roots that you're giving us, God. I pray every single one of us, our hearts would be wrapped around this word this year. God, that our hearts would be like, God, I want to be rooted in all of these areas, God. And that we would have the discipline, the desire, the delight. God, that we'd have the motivation to walk it out. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now take those hands that you're holding, lift your hands to the sky right now. Because what we're going to do, I mean, I, okay, I didn't mean while you're holding them, let them go. You love each other, we get it. But do you love Jesus? That was such a genuinely funny moment, bro. <laughs> what I had in mind was so different than what happened. Man, right now what we're going to do is the best thing we could do at the beginning of this year and worship God. Right now, lift your hands, close your eyes for one moment. Forget about who's around you. We're a community. Forget about who's around you. Forget about what you got going on tomorrow, right after youth. Forget about the issues going on. Focus on one thing. Jesus is in this room. You're all in all, everything you need found in him. These are the moments when we fall more in love with him, where we experience him. We receive his hope and his strength. We receive faith. Right now, Jesus, I pray every single one of us would experience you in a way that's not religious or ritual, but in relationship, in a real tangible moment that we feel a closeness to you as we worship you. God, I pray that those who, those who have had shallow worship, God, right now would have a depth to their worship, that they would sing from the depths of their heart. Like the psalmist said, my heart, my flesh cry out to you, the living God. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. As the deer pants for water, so my soul, it longs for you. You alone are my heart's desire. I long to worship you. God, in your presence right now, we worship you, we praise you, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, worship him right now. We love you, we honor you, we worship you, we praise you, you're good. Okay. 
agree that our God is worthy of our praise and he's worthy of our honor. You know, um, I know as we go into the new year, for some of us, Corey alluded to at the very beginning where maybe you're happy that 2022 is over. Maybe there were some difficult times that you went through. And I know for me in particular, um, there was a moment that I went through towards the end of 2022 with, uh, with my family. And my mom ended up being diagnosed with uh, stage three non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a cancer. And I remember early on within her being diagnosed, the, the cancer or whatever was going on inside of her hit quick. and the main thing that it was attacking was the oxygen in her blood, which is called hemoglobin. And essentially what, where her levels were in terms of her hemoglobin was like, was like a two or a three. And the ideal spot to be at is at a 12 or at a 14. So when my mom, she would go to get blood transfusions and chemotherapy and I remember going to the hospital and I mean it's your mom like the one who raised you the one who held you when you were a baby the one who cheered you on during all of your games and all of my track meets and now she's in a hospital bed and I remember there were so many times where I thought to myself like maybe there's a chance that then I'm gonna lose my mom. But I remember there was always this thing inside of me that was just like, that's not gonna happen. And it was this thing inside of me called hope and it was this thing inside of me called peace and it was this thing inside of me where it was like, no matter how many times the enemy tried to make me think this is over, this is it, it was like, no, it's not. There's no way. And I remember, in the moments where it was the hardest and when it was the worst, I would leave the hospital and like be on the verge of tears and just still thinking to myself, like she's gonna make it out. And it was actually yesterday that my mom sent in our family chat that she went into, the, uh, into her doctor. I'll just read you guys the message because I think it's easier to, to read it than just paraphrase it. She says, I saw my oncologist today and he came into the room saying, what is happening here? Your, blood, your red blood level cell count has doubled and your hemoglobin level is at a 10.7 and your spleen is no longer enlarged. And it says he was super excited 
and said he had been thinking about me and he was very worried. And he said, we have definitely turned the corner. Whatever you are doing, keep on doing it. Of course, that means Jesus, of course, that means God is healing me. Just had to share in our testimony of how your prayers are being heard. See, here's the thing. If I was not fully rooted within my relationship with God, this moment would have been something that would have taken me out. If I was not fully rooted in, in, in God's word, this would have been a moment where I would have been like, there's no hope, all, all is lost. If I was not rooted within the community that's around me, some of my best friends, this community here at the church, I would have been lost. I would have been, I would have been desperate. I would have been fighting for, for some sort of hope or some sort of stability because of the roots that I have within my relationship with God. I could go through that moment and saying, okay, God, this may not make any sense, but I know that you're still doing something. God, this may not make any sense, and I don't know how this is going to work out, but God, I still know that there's a hope and that there's a future and there's a plan within the midst of all of this. And even if this situation turned for the worst, I could still say, God, there is still something that you want to do. Can I tell you that when your roots are in everything else, it is so easy for the wind and for the storms of life to just take you off track. But when you are rooted in a firm foundation, when you are rooted in a God who is worthy of all of our praise, there is something that just happens in your spirit where it doesn't matter what storm hits you. It doesn't matter how close to home it gets. It doesn't matter which family member, which disease, which, which cancer, what the situation is looking like. There is something inside of you that is unbreakable, that is unshakable, that is unchanging to the point where it doesn't matter what happens because God is still worthy of our praise. And as we go throughout this series, I want to use this testimony for myself to say, God, in my years of following you, I'm, I'm actually turning 29 this year, next week actually. Not 29, 28. I'm already getting old, bro. I'm already getting old. Um, some of these gray hairs are because of you guys. Um, but, even <laughs> but even in my 28 years of life, can I tell you that there was nothing better than following Jesus. There's nothing more life-changing. There's nothing more fulfilling. There's nothing more amazing than following after Jesus. And every single day that I get into my word, every single day that I pray to him, every single day that I get closer in community, it just gets better and better and better. So I wanna challenge you this. Our, our associate pastor, Pastor Zach, if you were here on Sunday, challenged the church, hey, come here every single Sunday. Here's your challenge. Be here every single Wednesday and get plugged into a connect group on Sunday if you aren't already. And if you already are, keep on showing up to that connect group every single Sunday throughout this series and start your year off right. Because for some of you, you made a decision to follow off after Christ. And this is just the beginning of your journey. So as you take that first step, we have an amazing resource available for y'all, which is the next seven days. You can DM us on Instagram at bridge, Y-T-H underscore uh, next seven, and we'll be able to give you guys the resource. If you do not have Instagram like myself, find me, find one of our leaders, and we will be able to get you guys that resource available. Can we make our, uh, put our hands together, make some more noise for the people who gave their life to Christ tonight. Hey, speaking of Rooted, I just have a few things for y'all. Speaking of Rooted, we are going to be starting the Bible plan tonight, right? Tonight. So some Connect Group leaders have already sent out that invitation, but 
just like what we're saying, if you are not yet plugged into a connect group, we want you to be plugged into this series as we read through the Bible plan rooted. So find a leader, find somebody, find your connect group leader and ask them, how do I get plugged in? They'll have everything available for you. Speaking of connect groups, uh, we are gonna be having all of our connect group leaders. So all of our leaders, don't leave right away. Uh, all of our girl connect group leaders are gonna be right over here. All of our guy connect group leaders are gonna be over here. And if you are not yet in a connect group and you wanna be plugged into a connect group, go find Pastor Corey and Pastor Amber. They're gonna be right down here in the front. You can talk to them about getting plugged into a connect group. Essentially what that is, is that that's just a way for them to uh, get you connected into the Bible plan, get you connected to what we're going on on Sunday mornings with the raffle, things like that, strategies and ways to get you here on a Sunday because we want you guys to be rooted in community. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, people. Pastor Corey and Pastor Amber read their Bible and they're gonna be doing it with y'all. Let's go. Hey, speaking of, speaking of which, some awesome stuff that we have going on is that we do have our She Unites event coming up on January 28th, all of our ladies, but also for all of our fellas, if you want to serve at that event, which I would encourage you to do so, I'm going to be serving, a few of the guys are going to be serving, we need all of the help that we can get, come find Alicia, should we just say, Alicia, where are you? Alicia left. Um... <laughs> Hey, I don't know where you're at, Alicia. But Alicia, if you don't mind, also come up to the front. Uh, all of our fellas, if you are interested in serving, Alicia has all the details for y'all in regards to serving at that event. Hey, did you guys enjoy tonight? Yes, sir. First kickoff of the year. We love you guys so much. Sunday morning, connect groups. Be here at the 1130 service. It's going to be amazing. Come down to the front. Meet a connect group leader. We'll see you guys on Sunday.